0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. One of the things you ought to understand is, see, um, David said, I praise God seven times a day. You know? So So start building the capacity to be grateful. Daniel said he prayed three times a day. David said he praised them seven times a day. So, beca- get a heart of gratitude—not that you don't have one, but get a greater heart of gratitude seven times a day. How many of you know that's pretty consistent in praise? You know what I mean? What you mean? Uh, specific praising God, okay? Because there's all kinds of different kind of prayer. Amen. You can't pray any way you want and expect to receive from God. That's the thing right there. See, people don't pray right, and they don't get exchanged from God, and then they want to know why God. No, God told you how to pray. He said, enter into my courts, what? Singing. Okay? You got to come in here thanking and singing and worshiping and praising the Lord. That's how you know his presence is so. He said, he inhabits the praises of his people. Amen? So the prerequisite for God's presence is praise. Now, I know sometimes it ain't easy to praise God, you know what I'm saying? You got life going on, but you got to lift your hands in and so praise the Lord. You know what I mean? You got to praise the Lord and you get in his presence. And when you get in his presence, guess what he said? He said, I'll be waiting for you in the presence. How many of you know every answer you need is waiting for you in the presence of God? Every answer you've been waiting for is waiting for you in the presence of God. Everything you need is waiting for you in the presence of God. Now, what do I got to do? I got to make sure I get God's presence. How are you getting God's presence? He said, What? He said, Praise me. You know what I mean? They ministered to the Lord. And when they ministered to the Lord, what did the Lord do? He said unto them, the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost did what? He said unto them, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work there until I've called them. You see it? Direction came in the place of worship, but it came in ministering to the Lord. So what I'm saying to you is, when's the last time you just went in the presence of God and just worshiped him? And didn't ask for Nothing. Just went in there and just started praising him and worshiping him and spending time singing songs to him and not asking for no, don't ask for no petition. Now, I'm not asking you about the petition. I said, minister to the Lord. What do you mean, minister to the Lord? You minister to God. You know what the Lord said to me? He said this. He said, said, when you ask me for stuff and I do it, that brings you joy. But when you come into my presence and you minister to me, that brings me joy. That's why I said, he said, I answer your prayer so your joy could be full. But the Lord wants you just to go in there and minister to him. Why are you here? I ain't, I just come to tell you how much I love you, Lord. Well, you going to ask for nothing. I don't want to ask for nothing. Man, can you imagine you get around people who are like that? You know, like you always get around people. They got a motive, you know. You know, they're like, well, you know, you know, I don't want to say nothing, but, you know, and they, they ask you for something, you know what I mean? You ever get around somebody that's got no motive? I just want to come and hang out with you. Just want to have a conversation with you. Ain't that good? don't need nothing, don't expect nothing, just want to call you up and see how you're doing. Not trying to hit you up or ask you for some demand. They just want to know how genuinely how you're doing. Ain't that, they, imagine Jesus. All we do is come in here, what do you call him? We used to call him, what do you call him, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, gimme, gimme. Come in there, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, gimme, gimme. Want to go in there and God ask us bless us and bless this? No, how about you just minister? I'm talking about minister. To- go in and set an atmosphere where you just minister to God. So it's your hands it's just, I'm going to my pr- secret place and praise him. Take time out. What do you think that's going to do for God when you go in there and just spend time with him, worshiping him? Telling him how much you love him. God, I don't want nothing today. They come looking for nothing, did come for asking for nothing. You know, one time, one time God, God told me, write him a psalm. I thought I was crazy, bro. I said, what do you mean write you a psalm? He said, sing me a psalm. I said, we need one of the books. He said, no, write one. I said, no, I'm losing it. I said, well, how are you going to do this? He said, no, 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 no. He said, I'm telling you what happened. I was praying. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I was so stupid spiritually, it was good. Because I wasn't, because you know what I mean by that? I was stupid spiritually. I didn't know no better. And because I wasn't educated, I did what he told me to do, Jer. But I didn't know what I was doing. Watch, I'm going to prove it to you. So I, I I went to Rhema and Brother Hagen said something. I said, that's what you asked me to do in 94. I'm in the room, right? I don't want to do this. I think this is goofy. I ain't never heard it. Keith, I ain't never heard nobody say this a day in my life. He said, write me a psalm and sing it to me. How am I going to write a psalm? I don't even know how to sing. I don't know Jack. And I, I'll never forget it as long as I live. I sat there and said, what do you mean you sing? I said, like, open one of them psalms and read it, sing it? He said, you could do that. That's what David wrote. They're psalms. They're songs. He said, but you write one out of your own being. Man, I walked around the room like a moron. I was like, God, you're so good. I don't know what I was doing. I did it, though. I did it in obedience. I said, God, you're so good. You're so awesome. I love you, Jesus. You're the Lord. Great are you. Hallelujah. I started getting happy. You know, hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. I think I jacked up a little bit, put a little scripture in there. I didn't know what I was doing. I just did my thing. I felt good about it. Huh? I didn't know what I was doing them. I go to Raymond. Brother Hagen gets up there. He says, you know how you stay filled with the Holy Ghost? I said, I don't know. He said, speaking to yourself in Psalms. So I said, There's no Psalms again. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in your heart. God was trying to get me to stay filled with the Holy Ghost. I know what he's doing. I said, oh, that's why you want me to do that. The goofiest thing in the world. They were miserable. I don't know how this is pleasing the Lord. I don't know. But he wanted obedience. You see what I'm saying? So I just made up a song. But he said, be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart. That's how you stay filled with the Holy Ghost. You walk around speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Great are you, Lord. Just get in there, right? And you'll stay filled with what? Filled with the Spirit. If you stay filled with the Spirit, because, you know, you, this stuff leaks out if you're not careful. You know what I'm saying? Spiritual, but, you know, you, you're dealing with the world. you got to stay loaded up. But you see what he said there? Singing and making melody in your heart. That's Ephesians, but you know what I'm saying, what I'm saying here? He said what? They ministered to the Lord. They didn't go looking for direction. As they ministered to the Lord, God gave them direction. Boy, that's good news right there now, ain't it? That's good news right there. Because you got to stay loaded up. It's going go into God's presence and worship Him. You know, brother, brother, brother Norby said it all the time, you worship Him. I said, what you mean? He said, worship Him. He said, worship Jesus. I worship you. you got to build a lifestyle of worship. That's how you minister to the Lord. And when you minister to the Lord, boy, I'll tell you what, you get in God's presence, you get in God's presence, you get lost in it. You'll get lost in the presence of God, the glory will come in. in your personal life. That's why when people come to church, you know, like, you ever watch Sunday morning praise? Don't look around. These people get you depressed if you look at them for crying out loud. You know what I'm saying? They're like, they ain't worshiping the Lord. They come and make, It's entertainment. Sometimes, not the church, you know, we're trying to get in. Some people, it's like, oh, you know, I'm just kind of like halfway in. But when you close your eyes and you go worship Jesus, you get lost in that. You might not come back. Yeah, you know, you get lost in it. Like, oh, you know, like sometimes, like, what are they singing? Or, you know, it's breaking your attention. Don't get me wrong, there's times for that. But when you come in here and learn how to corporately worship God, you go home and start worshiping God. Oh, I worship you, Jesus. You close your eyes. Next thing you know, you're gone, man. That's what happens. Look what it says here. Look at that 13-2. You've got to see three. What, where I've called them to. Now watch verse 3. Keep going. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So they got in that thing. They were fasting and praying and ministering to the Lord. And then they laid hands on them and let them go. Look at verse 4 just so you can see this. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, they departed. The Holy Ghost sent them. When you get in the presence of God and start ministering to the Lord, the Holy Ghost is going to show up. And when the Holy Ghost shows up, you, ain't, you, can't, you don't know what's getting ready to happen. One word from God will change your life forever. See, you need answers, but when you go in the presence of God looking for answers, you probably won't get them. But when you go in there ministering to the Lord, you'll probably get every answer you ain't looking for. See, that's what happens sometimes. Sometimes we just go to God because we need answers. And you, know, you never notice heaven gets quiet sometimes when you go looking for an answer? And then you go doing something different or you spend time with God or something like that. Next thing you know, you get your answer. Boy, I'll tell you what. That's good news. But you've got to minister to the Lord. Does that make sense? How, well, how do I do it? Well, I'm going to help you. Okay? Because you can't. Here's the thing, guys. You just can't pray any old way and think oh, you're going to get God's prayer. I don't understand the church. The church tries to go in there all. Well, you know, I want God. to, I want to go get God. Well, you got to go in there the way he told you to go in there. If you don't go in there the way he told you to go in there, you ain't got no guarantee he's going to show up. Does that make sense? God's trying to say this, because you, if you don't spend time ministering to the Lord in private, you probably won't get some answers you've been looking for. When you're in a church service, it's easy to ride everybody else's faith. Come on. You can't, you, right? You can ride the praise and worship in the choir, but you've got to learn how to start developing this on your own. That's important, ain't it? Can I show you a couple places? Can we look at Deuteronomy 10, 1? I'm going to show you places in the Bible where you're seeing. Because I'm going to tell you now. If you don't see it in the Word of God, you ain't going to do it. Is that all right? I'm going to show you where they ministered to the Lord. We're going to read the first eight verses of Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 10, verse, verse 1. Okay? And at the time, the Lord said unto me, on the tablets that he hewed out, two tablets of stone. It's Moses on the mount. Make thee an ark of wood. And I will write on the tablets the words that were in the first tables which thou breakest, and thou shalt put them in the ark. And I will make an ark of shittin and wood, and hew two tables of the stone in the first, and went into the mount having the two tables in my hand. And he wrote a table upon the tables according to the first writings, the Ten Commandments which the Lord spake on the mount in the midst of the fire in the day of the assembly. And the Lord gave them unto me. And I turned myself and came down from the mount, and I put the tables in the ark which I had made there, they be the Lord commanded me. They be as the Lord commanded him, I should say. And the children of Israel took their journey, and the children of Israel went further, and ministered in the priest's office in the steed. Now watch this. From they journeyed unto whatever that place is Hudiah, whatever that means. And then they went to Job Bath. They went to Port Orange. Somebody went to South Daytona. Somebody went to Ormond Beach. And at that time, look at verse 8. The Lord, now watch this, I'm going to tell you right now. He's got the Ark of the Covenant, He's got the tablets of stone, He's got the presence of God. You ready for this? You understand what I'm saying? Moses come down with the, the tablets of stone and the ark of the covenant is, got the presence of God. And at that time, the Lord said, This separate the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord and stand before the Lord and to minister to him and bless his name unto this day. He said, Put Levi in front of there. Somebody's going to minister to me continually. It's God's presence. You understand that? And he said, Look, he said, Get somebody to worship me. Ain't that something? He said, get the tribe of Levi and tell all of them be worshipers. Does that make sense? God said, "I'm somebody's going to give me praise. He separated and said, look, he said, make sure they praise me. And they what? And they ministered unto him and to bless in his name unto this day. You see it? God said what? So it's God wants worship. You see it? God wants worship. I'm telling you right now, you start worshiping God, man, because worship, write this down, worship takes my focus and puts it what it's supposed to be on, God, and takes it off my problems. That's why God gave you worship. Worship was given to me and you to correct our focus. Worship was given to me and you to correct our focus because your focus is going to create your feelings. Does that make sense? So God gave you what? Worship. Worship does what? Corrects your focus. Your focus creates your feelings because whatever you meditate on is what you're going to think and feel. So why did God give you worship? Get your attention off of what they're not supposed to be on and get it on him. You say? Because situations in life seem overwhelming. You start worshiping God, you'll roll them. You'll cast your care. I worship you, Jesus. You understand know this? So worship corrects my focus because my focus needs to be on God. You understand that? So as I start worshiping God, guess what happens? My attention goes where it's supposed to be on God, not on the things of the earth. Because I'm going to tell you right now, your meditation is going to get messed up if you look at this thing without worship. Because nothing else can get your attention. But the problem is you would be caught up in worry. And, and you get all mind dealing. You can't mind deal. You've got to get your attention where it needs to be. Set your mind on things above. Worship helps you set your mind on things above. Because <laughs> things, don't, things don't automatically change just because you've got a place of worship. You've got to keep pulling your attention there. See it? You minister to the Lord. And what happens when you minister to the Lord? His presence shows up. Now you got it going now. What you mean his presence his presence shows up right there in the midst of what you needed to show up in? Because you get God's attention. You praise him. You know what I'm saying? The Lord is good, his mercy endures forever. Wanna see it? So he said, He said he said, separate the tribe of Levi. Judah went before him and praised God. He said, Send the music before the fighters. You ever see that? He said, send the praise team in there before you send the men of war. Why are you sending worship people up? Man, if we're going to get in a fight, I ain't sending the praise team. All right, let's naturally go over this real quick. Have you seen the praise team in every church you've been to? I'll send the security to fight, bro, not the praise team. Wake up, you silly thing. Are you with me? The praise team's gonna go fight. No, send the security team. They probably got weapons. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Hit you with a drumstick. Right? God said, no, send the praise and worship first. Why? Because worship and praise is a weapon from heaven. It messes the devil up. You see what I'm saying? It confuses the enemy. You see what I'm saying? So it's gonna be like some things. You look, I told you, remember I told you. God gave me his word for the enemies I can see, but he gave me worship and praise for the enemies I don't know I got. You got that? He gave me the word. I could speak the stuff I can see. I could speak the situations I know. I could speak to it. But he gave me worship and praise. He gave me, you know what he told me one time? He said, one day I woke up, man, my God in heaven. I wake up in the middle of the night, right? I go, God goes, praise isn't worship and worship isn't praise. So I asked Pastor Liz. She didn't help me. I was like, what's that mean? She goes, I don't, uh, she started to give me some answers to that, ain't it. <laughs> I love you, but that ain't it. I got up the next day, I went to church, and I got it in the pulpit. I got it in the pulpit. I didn't still know what it was. I said, what's the difference between worship and praise? He said, he said this, he says, he said, he said, praise is what you give me after I move. Because you see it. He said, worship is what you give me before I ever do anything. You get it? Like when it happens, I go, praise the Lord, yay, praise the Lord, yay. He said, worship you give me when nothing's happening. You don't know what's going on. You worship me anyway. You get in my presence anyway. God, I don't know what's going on, but I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I don't know. I might be losing my mind, but I worship you, Jesus. You're bigger than this circumstance. You're bigger than this. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I don't know where the money's coming from, but I know the money's coming. I worship you. I still I ain't going to stop worshiping you just because I'm going through a little bump in the road, a little baby Christians. I, I quit. You know what I'm saying? They quit. It didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. I'm mad. Oh, my God. Be quiet. You mad. What you mad about? You know, you know what they do? They make a cop out because they, they're corrupt. <laughs> they are. They make a cop out. Make a cop out, and then they tell you they're mad at God. What you mad at God for? God didn't do nothing. Look, if you, God didn't give it to you, you didn't need it. You know what I'm saying? If God didn't give it to you, you don't need it, because God only gave you good things. You know what I'm saying? And then you're mad at God. You probably didn't pray right anyway. God probably didn't have to give it to you. Look, I'm going to tell you something about God. I, I don't know a lot of things, but I know a little bit about God. He's good. And if you need it, he'll get it to you. And if you're goofy, he'll work on you to get it. But, man, here's the deal. If God didn't give it to you, trust me, you don't want it. God, give me what I want. Oh, my God, I pray to God I don't get what God don't want me to have. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Ain't no grace for that mess. You don't want it. If God don't want you to have it, you don't want it. And you worship God. And don't stop worshiping God. So I want you to start setting your phone or something, a reminder. Seven times a day. Praise the Lord. Praise you. People are going to think you're crazy. What you doing? Praise the Lord. You ever praise God and get everybody nervous? You know praise the Lord. Whoa, my God in heaven. You ever be on the road? You ever get? You ever, when I used to sit in church, I couldn't sit in the quiet section. That was not my seat. All the puckered up people, I call them, they're puckered up. They're all, you know what I'm saying? Some of you sit in the puckered up section, you got to move, man. Your row might be messing up your atmosphere. You know what I mean? They're puckered up. They ain't moving, bro. Jesus Christ come walking down the aisle, they ain't moving. They don't. I don't get excited. We know. <laughs> we know you don't get excited about nothing. You know what I'm saying? They puckered up. they all tight, like. I love it when I go on the road. Going on the road's fun. They got a do not disturb sign on. They got that thing like, stay away from me, bro. I don't know what you're doing, whatever that stuff is, but they got like a little sign on their shirt. Do not disturb me. This is usually what the do not disturb people look like on the road. I'm not moving, bro. You ain't knocking me down. They are mad, bro. They're mad before they start. They are like, they're they, Do not disturb me. And then when you kind of like say, we're going to move in ministry time, here's them. They are not going to make eye contact with you, bro. They don't want to go near you, bro. You know what I'm saying? If you're in that row in church, you need to move. Look at your row next week and be like, let me see. I can hang out with you. Yeah, you cool. I don't know about you. No, I'm serious. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get excited about it. No, heaven's loud. Heaven's loud. Angels are screaming. You see what I'm saying? Get excited about something for crying out loud. Worship the Lord. Well, I'm going to have a little prayer. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. You ever go to a happy, you ever have a birthday party? It was Zaki's birthday, right? Happy birthday. Tell him something. I was going to see him. I got to give him some money or something. Right? He got, you ever go to a birthday party? You ever been to a birthday party? It's a celebration, ain't it? Okay, next birthday party we go to, we're going to be like this. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Happy birthday dear you. Happy birthday to you. Hey. Okay. Kind of jacked up birthday is that? Are you getting what I'm saying? You got energy for everything, and you go to go worship God. You're like, I praise you, God. I praise you, God. Come on, man. You got more excitement at a stinking birthday party than you're doing your worship with God. You know what I'm saying? Put a little oomph in it. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what you're doing, but you're doing something, God. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? People are like, ah, I got to pray. My prayer time is holy. Your prayer time's dead. You need to go in there and praise the Lord. Glory to God. Wake up the house. Glory right. Glory! I like, you know what? I like Daniel. They say, yo, bro, you ain't allowed to pray. That joker opened up the window and screamed out the window, I'm praying. I want to say my prayer. You can't stop me from praying. I pray so loud, everybody hear me pray. They say, you better not pray no more, boy. They say, no more praying. He said, okay, open the window, let them all hear me pray. You understand what I mean by that? You gotta get loud a little bit. And I'm not just saying like, loud like that. Tell God you love Him. Tell God you're grateful. Go in that presence of God and don't get a, got your little list. Got my prayer list. Praise God. Put your prayer list in your pocket for a minute. Go, praise the Lord, God. Hallelujah. Glory. You know what the problem is? You're looking at your jacked up stuff. I didn't get my promise yet. Okay. My life's not great. Welcome to the club. Who got the not so great life club? Come on, somebody. No, but I'm telling you what. You know what it is? You're waiting for your problems to go away before you get in the presence of God with praise and worship. I got news for you. As long as problems will keep you out of that place, you're going to have problems for the rest of your life. So, what you got to do is this go in there with your problems. Say, God, I got so many problems, but I don't care. I'm going to praise you anyway. God, I got so many jacked up relatives. My marriage is jacked up. That kid's jacked up. The other kid's jacked up, too. The whole family's jacked up. But praise be to God. I come to give you worship. I come to give you praise. I come to magnify your name. I come to glorify you. God, that God, amen? Amen. I, I got, I'm going through a rough time. Everybody going through a rough time. Hust your mouth and put your worship on Jesus and you'll ride that rough time. Get right out of that name. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I w- you, you think your mind's messed up? You start worshiping God. Your mind will come clear, clear real quick. You know what I'm saying? Cause you gotta shake yourself sometimes. Cause you get depressed. You know, people will make you depressed. They will, you know, you get off, you get, I call it like you get in a rut. You know, you kind of get in a rut. You know what I'm saying? You get in a rut. Everybody does. You get in a rut. You're like, ah, I just don't feel right. Don't feel like I'm used to feel. Who cares what you feel? You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about what you feel. Go create your feelings with your worship. You know what I mean? Because whatever you focus on, create what you feel. See, I'm pumping you up a little bit, but I'm trying to show you that's how you minister to the Lord. Look at this. Well, look, this one's really good. You ready for this? Go to First Samuel 2, one. 1 Samuel 2 and 1. want going to see this, man. 1 Samuel 2 and 1. I don't even know what I'm doing. I worship worshiping God to get all happy. 1 Samuel 2 and 1. Can we put it in the Amplified? Can you put it in the Amplified? It reads easier for these guys. 1 Samuel 2 and 1, Good. Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices. This was Hannah's song. You ever read it? It's Hannah's song, because she went to the child. Right? And Hannah prayed. Now they call it Hannah's song, but you gotta get this. We're gonna read eleven verses, so don't lose me here. Go with me, alright? Because you gotta see this. Okay? Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices and triumphs in the Lord. My horn is strengthened and lifted up in the Lord. My mouth has opened wide to speak. See that? speak boldly against my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation keep him to praise right now watch this though you're going to see something here cuz you're going to see Samuel in this thing and he ministered to the Lord and I'll tell you why that's a promise from God watch this keep going verse 2 you're going to say it there was no one there was no one holy like the Lord there was no one beside you she didn't have she, she didn't have no she didn't have no promise yet you know, see what I'm saying? This is before the promise showed up. Come on, somebody. You know what Hannah's story was? She wanted to have a baby. Right? She wanted to have a baby. She said, I'll, I, she said I'm going to tell God, You hey, what would you be doing if you want to have a baby? We, I'd be complaining. I'm waiting for your promise. Your promise ain't here. She said, I'm going to sing to God and worship God. See what I'm saying? You start worshiping God. Look at this. There is no one like the Lord. Woo, nobody holy like him. There's no one beside you. There is no rock like our God. Come on, man. Read this thing. Look, 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 look. Do not go on boasting so very proudly don't let your arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed and examined. What does that mean? That means keep your mouth right. Come on, keep your mouth right even when it ain't no fun. Keep your mouth right even when it ain't no fun. Keep going. Look at Verse 4. You can keep your, everybody say, keep my mouth right. They're saying, the bows of the mighty are broken. That's saying strong people try to come against you, but you break them. But those who have stumbled, equipped themselves with strength. You're going to get equipped with strength. Ain't that moving me? That's getting me happy. I don't know about you, but I'm happy. How many of you happy? Look at this. The bows of the mighty are broken. I like that. Go to verse 5. They that were what? Full. Hired themselves out for bread. But those who are hungry ceased what? They cease to hunger. Even the barren woman, woo gives birth. Come on, to seven. But she who has many children withers away. What's that mean? You better be grateful for what you got. I don't have nothing, but I'm going to multiply. Amen. She's getting, this is a praise and worship song. She ain't got, she didn't have that promise. She'd get her promises on the way. Look at verse 6. Here we go. Come on, I know, the Lord puts to death and makes alive. He brings down the shilohs of the grave and raises up from the grave. He's just saying what? God can resurrect dead things. God can do what he wants to do. Look at verse 7. She's praising him, right? The Lord makes poor and he makes rich. He brings low. He lifts up. She's still worshiping God. Keep going. Watch this. And he raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts up the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with the nobles and inherit a seat of honor and glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. Keep going. Watch this. And he what? And he set the land on them. Keep going. He ain't done yet. He guards the feet of his godly faithful ones, but the wicked ones are silenced and perish in darkness. For a man shall not prevail by might. Keep going. Watch this. The adversaries of the Lord will be broken to pieces. He will thunder against them in the heavens, and the Lord will judge the ends of the earth. Look at this next verse. And he will what? Give strength to his king, and he will exhort the horn and strength of his anointed. Now watch this. Keep going. you want to like this part, right? And what? Elkanah. Watch Elkanah. And his wife Hannah returned to who? Ramah to his house. But the child Samuel served the Lord under the guidance of Eli the priest. Come on. He ministered to the Lord. Who's Samuel? That was the promise. The promised child. Come on, you with me? He stood to what? Serve the Lord under the guidance of Eli the priest. He ministered to the Lord. King James says he ministered to the Lord. What's that mean? When you start ministering to the Lord, life starts shifting. Come on. See what I'm saying? She started ministering to the Lord and got the promise. Your promise is waiting for your praise. I'm telling you, some of your promises are waiting for you to minister to the Lord. You got enough petition. You know, Lillian B. Yeomans wrote that book. She was sick on the deathbed. Brother Hagan talks about it. She wrote that book, uh, God's Healing Power, whatever it was. Lillian B. Yeomans wrote this book. Brother Hagan talked about it all the time. He said this. He said she balanced out. She said she was dying. I think I told you the story. She was dying. And while she was dying... She got a vision. She was dying. Doctors like, you're going to die. Didn't know what to do. And she said she's seen, she seen a scale. You know, like a scale? Like, one of those, like, you know, you put weights on a scale. not Like the ones we stand on. You know what I mean? On scales. And, and, and he said the, the petition outweighed the praise. The petition outweighed the praise like this. And the Lord told her, he says, when your praise outweighs your petition, your promise will come. She spent like three days praising God, nonstop. And she got healed miraculously. She wouldn't stop praising God. Because we got a lot of petition, we don't got a lot of praise. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? We got a lot of asking, we don't have a lot of praise going behind it. A lot of thanks. We all, oh, thank, oh God, give me this. Oh, God, give me that. Oh, God, give me that. He said when the petition outweighs the praise, you got a problem. But when the praise outweighs the petition, you got a promise. Woo! Because what do we do? We're negative all the time. Well, I don't have this. I don't have that. God, I don't want to lift your hand. The Bible said a rock will take your place, man. You know what I'm saying? Eli the priest, what he say? He went in and a kid ministered to the Lord. Y'all know the story. You got to get this now. What am I trying to get you to understand? I'm trying to get you to understand that your praise is going to make a difference. Because watch this. You ready for this? We don't want to grow. Okay? The only way you're going to grow, see, this is what happens. People stay immature when they don't get their praise right and their worship. Remaining a baby is not good. Right? You I run into 10-year-old Christians. How about you? They're like 90. They don't want to grow up. Christians who refuse to grow beyond who refuse to grow beyond the baby stage, they dwarf their ability to grow in God. They ain't gonna grow. I'm not gonna do that, I'm gonna do no, no man. Your praise and your worship, see gonna say that Ministering to the Lord is gonna help you spiritually grow because it's gonna be stuff you don't know, but you gotta praise God anyway. See what I'm saying? you got to worship God. you got to get your praise. Because I'm going to show you right here now. I'm going to show you what this is going to be right here. Write this down. Ministering to the Lord in private is key. God wants strong people that are self-governing so they can carry out spiritual and natural responsibilities and help in the progress of the kingdom. Ministering to the Lord is supposed to be done in your private devotional life, I believe, more than even in your public arena of life. If people ever learned how to minister to the Lord privately, they would hear God's voice more. They, how did they hear? Are you getting what I'm saying today? You all get me? Yeah. They heard, how'd they get the answer? They just went in there and started praising God. And he said, "Separating me. The Holy Ghost said, "Separating me. You want to know what? You're going to get that way. See, when you go in the presence of God and just start worshiping him and praising him, he's going to start talking to you about other stuff. You understand know what I'm saying? You ever go in there praying in tongues? You ever go in there praying in tongues? Y'all just pray in tongues. You ain't filled with the Holy Ghost? I'm going to get y'all filled with the Holy Ghost. I say, would well, you pray in tongues? You better believe we pray in tongues. You better be praying in tongues. You better believe it. Say, like, You want them tongue-talking churches? Yeah, we're tongue-talking churches. We don't talk about that in church. I go to. That's because you go to a country club. <laughs> y'all mean and ornery, too. I ain't mean and ornery. I'm just telling the truth. Shame to the Holy Ghost. How is God going to show up? You shame to the Holy Ghost. So you're going to sit in there and so quote back, we're all going to shake you. You need the Holy Ghost. I don't understand what that is. Well, praise be to God. We'll teach you everything you need to know about it. Get in there. Hang around a slippery creek bank. You're bound to fall in sooner or later. So I don't know what I'm doing and I'm praying the Holy Ghost. Good. None of us do. Join the club. It's called the faith. You know what God told me a long time ago? He said, your problem is you need to understand it before you do it. He said, I didn't tell you to understand it. He told you, I said, do it. I got rebuked. He rebuked me. He said, you want to know what your problem is? Me, not you, me. I said, no, what is it? He said, your problem is you got to understand something before you do it. That's not obedience. I didn't ask you to understand it. I just told you to do it. Yep. Okay. Get it? You understand know what I mean by that? He said, you got to know what you're doing before you're going to do it. That ain't smart, kid, because you don't know a lot of things, and you ain't never going to understand why to do it, and you won't do it. But once you get vision, what does vision say? Do what I tell you to do even when you don't understand what you're doing. It's good for you. You get in there every day and stir yourself up. Make yourself. And People say, I'm waiting for you. You don't wait for the Holy Ghost to move you. You make yourself. You make yourself. Everybody say, make yourself pray, because you ain't going to pray if you don't make yourself pray. Get it? You build a consistency of making yourself. And then sooner or later, you'll catch the fire and you'll want to pray. But in the beginning, you're going to make yourself. I got news new you; I've been doing this 40 years. I got to make myself 40 years later. That's the God's answer. How about you? How about you? You wake up in the morning and you feel like? Come on. How many of you have been praying in the Holy Ghost morning 40 years? Raise your hand. waving me. Somebody, amen. You, you feel like doing it? You f- Come on, Miss Ann. You feel like doing it? You remind yourself to do it. I got to pray in the Holy Ghost. Come on, right? You don't wake up and go, whoo, I feel, ooh, the Holy Ghost got me. No, no, no. You say, I got to pray in the Holy Ghost. You remind yourself. You got to take your medicine. What do you do? I don't know what I'm doing. When I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. You don't know what you're doing in the natural. Who cares? Do it in the Holy Ghost. I don't know what I'm saying. Trust me, you're saying better than what you're speaking in English, so just stay in it, Stay in there. I don't know what I'm doing. Your mind's unfruitful. Who cares? Stay in the Holy Ghost. You see what I'm saying? Important, man. Look, did you see this? This is important because you don't grow. And then your baby, I don't want to, I'm praising God today. Nothing's working right. Don't we do that? Yeah, but tell the church that. We're immature. My life's not going good, so you ain't getting no praise, God. That's how we do them. You're lying if you tell them it's wrong. I'm happy today. Woo! You got loud praise. It's not going good today. Bless you, Jesus. Ain't it true? Come on, tell the truth, right? Boy, when that marriage is good, woo! Well, she started wearing you out? Yeah, thanks for the wife, Jesus. Praise God. Yeah, thanks for the real winner you gave me, Lord. Thanks. He's a real stud. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. I waited 40 years for this. Whoa. Praise you. Come on, tell the truth. You lie. You're lying in church, you're gonna get in trouble. Right? Ain't that son? You like praying, you know, like, oh yeah. You know, you start with life's going good. Life's going good. Woo! You start getting problems. Yeah. Love you, Jesus. Peace. Am I right? And then you're like, no, go in there and praise God. Man, I'll tell you what, when he gets wacky, go in there and just praise God even louder. The devil, let me tell you something about the devil. You want me to give you a trick? I'll give you a trick. That joker will disappear. Because if he could take the shout out of you, woo, he'll bring problems every day. But if if he can't take the shout out of you, and you're going to shout anyway, he ain't got nothing against you. You can't affect me. That's why you need patience. That's why faith produces patience, and you become unwavering. Because if stuff moves you like up and down, it's going to keep bringing stuff. But if stuff don't move you and you praise God anyway, he ain't got no weapon against you. So you're riding high no matter what. So you ain't got no highs and lows. You just roll with the praise. So no matter what happens, say, ah, I count it all joy. That's how you grow. Why are you praising God? Paul and Silas got trapped in prison. They shackled. They got beat and shackled. Paul goes, I got an idea. What's that? Let's praise God. I would have smacked him in his mouth. (laughs) They laying down shackled after they got beat up for being gospel preachers. Can you imagine? Man, my flight gets delayed. I get mad. My God in heaven, I need prayer. You know what I'm saying? I go through real persecution, don't I, (laughs) (laughs) Will? You know what I'm saying? These jokers got beat and then they get shackled into prison and Paul goes, I got an idea. What's that, Silas? So let, let's worship God. I'm like, shut your face. <laughs> let's worship God. Worship God for what? We just got beat up and now we're in prison shackled. Let's praise God. Did they praise, did they praise God in these little baby prayers? The whole prison heard their praise. And when the prison heard their praise, that ain't quiet. That ain't quiet. That ain't quiet. Paul says, oh, praise God, Paul. Yay, Silas. Yay. Yay. No, man. They're screaming. Man, if a whole prison can hear you, and they heard them singing praise unto God, and it was a sound like an earthquake shook the whole cell, and the chains popped open. Your praise will break the shackles that are on you that you can't see. Your worship will bust you. I'm telling you right now, man. So I say, why you got to get so loud? And why you got to get so? Because sometimes you got stuff stuck on you you can't see in the spirit. You got to shake it off. You got to shake that stuff off. Say, Pastor Chris, when you pray in tongues, you get loud. Yeah, I get loud. You don't know what you're shaking off. Something trying to get on you, man. Something trying to hold you back. Something trying to hang on you. And they said, when they prayed and sang praise unto God, the whole place started to shake, and the chains fell off of them, and they were free, and all the prison doors popped open. My praise is going to set somebody out of prison somebody somewhere. Come on. You know what I'm saying with that? You know what I mean by that? Say, so man, pray, praise the Lord. It's contagious. It'll mess you up. You be like, well, praise the Lord. You get around grumpy people, you start going, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise him. What you praising God for? He's good, and his mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Why are you praising God? I, why are you praising? I don't know, man. i just praising God. I'm happy. Everything go good? I don't need stuff to go good to praise him. He's good anyway. I don't praise him because it's good. I praise him because he's God. And because I praise him, he's God. He turns out good. You see what I'm saying? Minister to the Lord through worship and praise. Now, you ready for something here? I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you this in five minutes. Here's a big one. Helps you grow. Here's a big one, man. Spiritual warfare versus ministering to the Lord. I think this. I think people many times are messed up. They ain't on this warfare. But they should be ministering to the Lord. And minister, to, I'm fighting the devil. You know what I'm saying? You know, these people are like, I'm fighting the devil. You ain't fighting no devil. You understand know what I'm saying? The devil. So, back in the day, they told Brother Hagin, he went to this preacher's meeting. He said, I got the devil on the run. They say, hey, Brother Hagin said, hey, how you doing? He goes, good. I got the devil on the run. The only problem is he's chasing me. Brother Hagin's like, you better fix that quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what do you mean he's, fixing, he's chasing you? He ain't chasing you. But listen, go slow. Many times, the lack of hearing God's voice and the lack of God's guidance and the lack of God's manifested presence is not because of the devil is resisting you. It's because you haven't spent time ministering to the Lord. If you minister to the Lord, you're going to get direction. It's not the enemy resisting you. You just got to minister. And then in the ministering of the Lord, the Lord will speak to you. They, went to, they just went in there and fasted and prayed and ministered to the Lord. Like, I don't know what's going on. we got to make a decision, but we don't care about the decision. We worship you, Jesus. They start worshiping the Lord and singing songs and praying. And he said, hey, separate me. Holy Ghost came. He said, separate me, Barnabas and Saul. What do you mean separate? He said, and he said okay, we fast and prayed and see God. Now You ain't got to worry about the fasting and the praying, but it ain't a bad idea to fast a little bit sometimes when you got decisions because you can't you can hear it clearer. You know what I'm saying? People are like, well, you got to fast. Fasting ain't going to change God. It changes you. Let you get clear to hear. Sometimes you get cloudy because your head's too loud. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Everybody's all worried. Don't worry about it. Why are you so worried about life? Chill out, man. Minister to the Lord. Yeah. Look at this. You want to know what? If, Write this down. If there is dormancy of divine communication in your life, it may not be an anointing you need to receive. It may be a prayer line you need to go in. It might not be deliverance that you need. You might just have to go minister to the Lord. I believe in fighting the devil now. You're going to fight him. you knock them out. You know what I mean? You don't remember that, but tell them, hey, you, you got dominion over him. You know what I mean? By fighting the, you ain't fighting the battle, you ain't going to win. But you got to tell the devil what's up sometimes. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you there ain't no devil out there. You just got to know him. He's slithery, sneaky. You got to put him in his place with dominion. But yeah, I'm going to tell you right here now, maybe the dormancy is a little bit of spiritual stuff. You need some guidance. How about you start ministering to the Lord? Well, how do I do it? You start praising God. It's the prayer of praise and worship. And let me tell you something about this thing. You gotta practice the presence of God. You understand know what I mean by that? You gotta find out what works for you. You can't just go in there with some formula. Does that make sense? Go in there and just lift your hands in the air for a little bit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Walking, and I'm gonna tell you, this is what he said. He said, God says he inhabits the praises of his people. He said he inhabited the praise of Israel. That's you, who, you, who his people. How do you guarantee God's presence? You praise him. See what I'm saying? There's a prerequisite. There is a pre requisite to the presence of God. It's called praise. Why well, don't go in there praising God. Well, then you ain't guaranteed his presence shows up. That's the stupidest thing in the world. I don't understand Christians. I do it too. I like to slap myself sometimes, especially after a meeting like this. I smack myself. I'm like, God doesn't told you how to get in his presence. Why don't you just do what he told you? He said, praise him. He said, I inhabit the praises of my people. You start praising God, you guarantee his presence shows up. Once his presence shows up, minister to him. I want to do it my way. Well, your way ain't the way he told you to do it. He said, pray the way I tell you to pray. So let's go in there and praise him. How long do I praise him? Until he shows up. You don't know. You know what I'm saying. You got to say that. And some days you might do it, and it might feel like dry toast. Who cares? Do it anyway. Let's go in there and praise him by faith. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to praise you anyway, God. I don't need to feel nothing to determine this stuff. You, you, can, play. you can play. Watch this. I know this, right? There's been times... Listen, watch this. You ever see, see, you ever see like heaven gets quiet, seems like binding and loosening and all this stuff, all these things get you, they're getting you nowhere and all this stuff is going on. How about maybe go minister to the Lord? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm praying, I'm binding, I'm loosing, I'm doing, I'm pushing, I'm shoving, I'm pushing. Right? I'm, 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 I'm speaking and confessing and grinding and Pray. Well, wait a minute. When's the last time you ministered to the Lord? Just went in and just ministered to God. I ain't here to, I ain't here for no answers. I don't care about Jack. I just come in here and tell you I worship you, Jesus. I come in here to worship you and praise your holy name. Magnify your mighty name. Go in there and tell you how good you are. You're a good God. Go in there and talk him up. Go in presence and talk him up. Yo, you're a, you're a good God. Thank you for saving me. My God. Thank you for finding me. The Bible says you came and found me. Woo! Look at this. You want to see one scripture? Can I give you can I give you two scriptures to let you go home? Psalm 73 28. Psalm 73 28 says, But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord, God, that I may declare all thy works. Woo, ain't that going? He said, I put my, well, I draw near to God and I put my trust in Him. Psalm 148, 14 in the Amplified, if you could. Psalm 148, 14. Just write those down. And the Amplified, it says this. He has lifted up a horn for His people, giving them power, prosperity, dignity, and preeminence. A song of praise for all His godly ones. For the people of Israel are near to Him. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! You know what I'm saying, man? What's, what's this week going to look like? You just going there and say, God, you know what? I'm just going to praise you. I'm just going to worship you, Jesus. I worship you. You know, Brother Norman was big. He would, that was his thing. He would have. I I remember like you know we went to meetings, man, and he'd be like he'd tell the parents. He goes, you got lost loved ones? He told. I was in a meeting. And he said, everybody in every mom and dad in here, you got a lost child. Come on the altar and worship the Lord. Man, you see the Spirit of God move, man. These people come up here, they're believing God for their kids. He said, just go on the altar and worship God. Don't do nothing. Don't ask for it, just go worship him. Man, you see the power of God move. You understand what I mean? Worshiping God. Worship God. I watched the one guy, the one lady got a brand new heart. Damien, remember Damien the kid? His grandmother got a brand new heart. You can see her heart. You can see her shirt. Her shirt was doing this weird stuff. Like, you can see in her heart, it was going like this. It was doing all this stuff on her shirt where her heart is. And it was like doing this. And the doctor went back and said, you got a new heart. You got a heart of a 20-year-old. Lady, he had heart problems. And worship. You understand know what I'm saying? Went in here and just start worshiping God. Don't ask for nothing. Just go down to the altar and worship God. Just worship him. I was like, brother, I don't know no jack about worship. I'm watching you do it. I was like, I don't know how you figured this out. He said, I was a good Baptist. He said, I didn't know nothing about this. He said, I was a Baptist. I said, I don't know about Baptist. I was jacked up. I was Catholic. I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. He said, Worship him. I said, What do you mean? He said, just lift your hands in the air and worship him. Let's worship the Lord. Man, it'll will take your focus and put it where it's supposed to be on God. What's your life going to look like every day you start worshiping God? I worship you. I worship you, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It's an atmosphere in the house. Kids running all. I tried to have a worship meeting in the house. It was a nightmare. Kids running all over the place. Nobody want to sing songs. I got mad at them too. I'm like, you're supposed to be the praise team. You can't even get a get a note going on in this joint. It's a mess. I'm yelling at it, but I was in the flesh. I was in the flesh in the first five minutes. I said, forget this mess. I'm just going to go pray in tongues without all of you. You see what I mean by that? I tried to get an atmosphere of worship. You know what God told me just the other day? He said, you're the ding-dong. Why don't you worship me? You ain't got to have corporate worship in here. You start worshiping me, my presence will show up. Trust me, they'll all start worshiping me. It'll get on them. Well, I was like, all right, God, what do I know? Help me out, will you, for crying out loud? You got to worship him. You understand what I'm saying? It's the Ministering to the Lord is the prayer of praise and worship. You understand? It's going to take your attention. Come on, stand up on your feet. Let's practice it for a minute. Let's worship Him. Well, What do I say? See, here's the thing. You ever hear this? I got this one time because I asked God this question. I said, how do you worship God in spirit and truth? You ever read that in the Bible? It says that they go upon the hill, they worship them in a the, the place, and He said, they, they worship me in the New Testament church. They need to worship me in spirit and in truth. I didn't know how to answer it. What the heck does that mean? I don't know what that means. And this is what the Lord told me. I could be totally wrong. He said, when you start magnifying my truth, you'll start worshiping me in the spirit. Did you get that? He said, he said, worship me in the spirit and worship me in the truth. And I said, well, how do you worship God in spirit and in truth? He said, you start magnifying my truth. You'll start worshiping me in the spirit. So start talking about the truth. God, you're good. He is good. The Bible says he's good. I worship you, Jesus, because you found me. I don't care how you put it in your word. You put it in your word. Thank you. It, it might be bad, but it could be a whole lot worse. Come on. You know what I mean? So everybody, everybody's life ain't great. whoopity do that day zippity do that You're going to heaven. What in the world is the earth going to stop you from? But when you start magnifying God is good, you start magnifying how good he is, you'll start slipping over in his spirit. You start magnifying how holy He is. You'll start slipping over the Spirit. You lift your hands to and say, I worship You, Jesus. Come on, practice it right now. Close your eyes. I worship You, Jesus. I praise Your holy name. I bless Your mighty name. Glory to God in the highest and peace to His people on earth. For the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. Praise You, Jesus. I worship You, Jesus. I worship You, Jesus. Come on, out of your mouth. I can't hear you, church. I worry. If you're at home, you start worshiping God. Oh, I worship you. I worship you. I should have been dead, but I'm still alive. I should have quit by now, but I keep making it. I should have not been here, but you came and found me. I thank you, Lord. I worship you, Jesus. 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 Worship... I worship you for those kids. Kids might not be living for God right now. You start thanking God for those kids that he gave you. You start thanking God for those lost loved ones. You start thanking God for that family. You start thanking God. I worship you. I thank God. Thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. you. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you. I worship you, I worship you, I worship you. Oh, the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. I worship you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. I worship you. You're missing a great opportunity right now. Listen to me. Some of you ain't there yet. It ain't about excitement. This is about conviction. His presence is waiting for you. But you got to worship him. You got to tell him right now, I worship you. And you got to tell him like you mean it. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And what you corporately get right now, you could singularly manifest in your prayer time. So let him come on you. So you got a minute here. Worship the Lord. But don't worship God with no weak baby prayer worship. Worship him like you mean it. Worship him from your heart. See, it ain't about just excitement. It's from the heart. Say, so you're going to worship me. Worship me from the heart. Worship me with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. Worship me. And as you start worshiping God right now, next take take, take take like a minute right here. It's worshiping from your heart. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I worship you, Jesus. That's it. Come on. Loud, loud. I worship you out loud. I worship you. Come on, louder. I worship you, Jesus.